Alaska Extension Almanac. Clean energy might be a hot topic right now, but is installing solar power on your farm the right thing to do? Nebraska Extension educator John Hay says it depends on several factors, including consistent usage. You know, people put in solar for lots of reasons. One might be that I would like to um, advertise my farm as, a, as being green or sustainable. And so there's a desire um, to do that. And so that, the, the fact that they can put in solar and it, and it um, even has a payback at all, it gives them value for other reasons. Um, another reason might be I just want to lower my electric bills. And so then if they pencil that out and say uh, that that eight or 10 year payback is good enough, and if they can get to that year eight, nine, 10, their electric bills are lower from there on out until that's until that system is old, which those systems will last uh, 20 to 25 as much as 30 years. And we're really trying to get them to uh, do some homework ahead of, of maybe uh, of, of ahead of of getting a system or ahead of, of signing any contracts because we want them to avoid some of the major issues. So they really need to be contacting their uh, utility early to make sure that, uh, uh, you know, how, how does the rate schedule work? How does it work with that particular utility? Um, things like that. Also uh, really doing their homework with uh, installers to try to um, understand what, what what's a good installer um, and, and how to find one that's gonna do a good job for them if they decide they want to want solar. Well, you know, solar works really good for low, or works a little better for loads that are more consistent through the year, right? So it's something we use all the time. Solar isn't always the best application when we put it on a intermittent uh, load like like uh, irrigation, and that's because of, of how the the value of that electricity is uh, when I put it on uh, when I use it, because I'm either using it or it's going onto the grid, and there's different values for that electricity, and so I'd rather use it myself. That's where the higher value is, and so that um, if I have an irrigation system, I'm only using it during three months a year and I'm putting it on the grid, maybe getting lesser value the rest of the year. So the economics aren't always as good. So it's important to kind of think about what is the load. But, uh, you know, so you have a load that's maybe a little more consistent. So the cost of a system is going to range from maybe $2.50 to a little over $3 per watt installed. But again, that's where I scale it. How big is that system? A small system is not going to cost as much as a larger one. Uh, but there's kind of a range in price. But by doing it by per watt, I can kind of think, is it a 10 kW system or a 25 or something like that? In, in most cases, off-grid systems are, are really expensive and, and really you have to think twice about whether that's gonna work out or there's maybe some better options. Um, so grid-connected systems are um, the most economical. And so grid access is really important. And we have some laws in Nebraska and there are some federal laws that allow grid access, but we have to also be very careful with how the, the utility interprets those rules. And we understand what is the value of that electricity based on the utility's rate schedule. So that utility can really dictate whether sometimes, whether this is a good deal or isn't. It's not that I'm trying to tell people that they should or shouldn't invest in solar, it's that people are interested in solar, right? And if you're interested in something uh, for many reasons, maybe economic reasons, maybe environmental reasons or others, or others. so we want, so a lot of people in Nebraska are interested in solar for different reasons. Uh, individual personal reasons and then we try to say let's let's see if we can understand the economics and understand the pros and cons of this system so they can make good decisions and so payback uh, is ranging maybe from uh, eight to 14 years and this is depending on if uh, a farm system that can acquire 
uh, like the USDA REAP grant might be a little closer to eight, while if a, a home that can't access that REAP grant may be closer to 14. So there's a, there's a lot of variability in payback. And there are even are some areas where the paybacks are, are, are much worse than that. And there may be a couple that they're a little better. So it's, it's pretty variable um, out there with respect to payback. For Nebraska Extension Almanac, I'm Brad Mills. Nebraska Extension Almanac is a production of IANR Media and Nebraska Extension. For more information on how your university is serving Nebraskans, go to extension.unl.edu.